0: she <Sings> tadaganasee sadayam kapilamuni varadayakam puru sevaashakam sadayam kapilamuni varadayakam puru sevaashakam hey rambamshi maha aganapaladim bhajeham shiva hello
1: and welcome back to ragarashika a podcast program that explores the world of carnatic music my name is devash and joining me from Albany, New York, is Vidya Subramanian. In the last episode, we were talking about Hampi and the Vijayanagar Empire. Let's pick it up from where we left off, Vidya, and talk about Purandaradasa, who is also known as the Sangeeta Pitamaha. Let's uh, uh, let's first introduce Purandaradasa to the audience first.
2: Yeah, Purandaradasa is one of the most prominent pre-trinity composers in Carnatic music. Really, the trinity of Tiagaraja, Bhutuswami Dikshitar and Shyama Shastri, they lived in the 18th century and that was considered like a watershed time in the development of Carnatic music because the Trinity compositions really are the most featured ones in the concert platform in Carnatic music today. So talking about the composers who existed before the Trinity, that is the pre-Trinity times, Dasa was one of the most prominent composers and most prolific composers. He's in fact believed to have composed over 400,000 compositions. His compositions are mostly in Kannada. It's more Sanskritized Kannada. Kannada is a language that is spoken in Karnataka state today. Dasa lived during the reign of the Vijayanagar Empire and he traveled extensively throughout the length and breadth of the kingdom and he composed really soul-stirring songs in praise of Lord Vishnu. Uh, you can see the mudra Purandara Vittala. Purandara Dasa uh, dedicated his songs to Lord Vittala or Vishnu. And that was the pen name or mudra that he used in his compositions.
1: And he also spent uh, part of his last years uh, in Hampi as well. Let's talk now as to why he is called Sankita Pitamaha or father of Carnatic music.
2: The fantastic contribution made by Purandara Dasa was The systematization of Carnatic music, that is the gradation into lessons that, you know, could really help a beginner or a novice get introduced to Carnatic music and progress from the really simple swaram exercises that can be taught to beginners to the more complex kritis and prabandhas and other forms of composition suitable for advanced level listeners. So that is really one of the chief contributions of Dasa. Of course, he composed, like I mentioned, over 400,000 compositions. Unfortunately, many of them have been lost. I think we have about a thousand. It was known as karna parampara. Karna means to hear. So basically, these compositions have been handed over from generation to generation by word of mouth by listening and repetition so over time several of them have been lost but we are lucky that at least a few of these precious gems are available to us until today another very important contribution was the introduction of the raga maya Madhava gaula it is the 15th melakarta ragam under the present classification and this was Chosen by Dasa as the first ragam for musical in- instruction. And it's very interesting. When you look at the scale of Maya let me start by, let me render the scale. Devesh, as you may know, this is really the first lesson that you know most of us would learn when we go for a music lesson for the first time.
1: Right, and I could immediately kind of sense that the Sa and Ri were very closely bunched together. I mean, the two, two notes were very bunched together, sort of.
2: Yeah, exactly. See, that's one of the specialties of this Ragam. The Sa and Ri, the re is the Shuddha Rishabham or the lowest re. They are bunched together. Likewise, likewise, the Pa and Da. The Da is again the Shuddha dhaivatham. They are kind of bunched together. And again, the sarigama and the padanisa parts are perfectly concordant. And I think a lot of research and thought went into the process of choosing the ragam of uh, Maya Malava Gaulai for beginner level instruction. And, you know, the choice was there to stay because until today, every music teacher typically begins initiation of a student into Carnatic music using the Maya Malava Gowla swaram lessons. And what Purundra Dasa did was to create these swaram exercises that a beginner could use to get oriented to Carnatic music. So the very first set of exercises are called the Sarali Versailles. Sar- Sarala means simple. I think, you know, Sarali Versailles is basically, the term is used to denote the simplest set of instruction that a student could take from the teacher. And then we have the next gradation of the Janta verses, which would be groups of two notes. Then we have the Alankarams, uh, which are basically exercises in different Talams and so on.
1: Why don't you give, a, give us a few examples?
2: Certainly. To bring out the genius of Dasa in making this classification, let me first give an example from the Sarali Versailles. So Sarali Versailles is basically taught at the beginning of a student's initiation into Carnatic music. And uh, typically you would be taught to render these exercises in three speeds. So I'll give you an example of the first of the Sarali Versailles rendered in three speeds. And it's set to Adi Talam, which is an eight beat cycle sa re ga ma pa da ni sa pa ma ga ma pa da pa ma so the beauty of this exercise is that the student gets a basic introduction to the seventh swarams. A basic introduction to the talam, a basic introduction to the speed variations and gamakams. So it's really a good introduction to some of the salient aspects of Carnatic music. And once a student has learnt these, then they go on to the janta verses, which are groups of two notes. Let me illustrate that. <laughs> Again, the Janta Varsai's are set to the Adi Talam cycle.
1: What is the benefit of Janta Varsai as opposed to Sarali Varsai? What is the teacher trying to tell the student here?
2: In terms of complexity, as you can see, you know, rendering the two notes, the groups of two notes requires more concentration and the illustration i gave you was the first one which is the simplest one see the janta Versailles have more intricate patterns like compared to the sarali Versailles for example let me give an illustration sa ri ga ri ri ga ga ma ma ga so this janta varsai has like a zigzag pattern that requires more uh, a better command over the swarastanas or positions and you know a higher level of concentration compared to the uh, sarali varsai and also when you sing these janta varsai patterns typically you give a little punch or an, a slightly different gamakam to the second note so you give a slight emphasis to the second note. So that is another thing that you want to train your voice in. A third point I would like to make here is that in the Janta verses, in some of the verses, you have longer pauses for certain notes. And that is a good aspect for your Tala training or your rhythmic training see as you can see the intonation changes between the short note and the long note and also you should be able to keep track of your Tala when you give these pauses for the long note so that's really the progression you have here from the Sarali verse to the Janta uh, we would then have the Alankarams. See, the interesting thing about the Alankarams is that they have been composed by Purandaradasa to different Talams. So, the Sarali Varsai and Janta verse, we were talking about, you know, different combinations of Swara patterns, but they were all set to the Adi Talam or 8-beat cycle. But coming to the Alankarams, we now expect the student to kind of move on to the other Talams.
1: Interesting. I, I certainly recall some of these when I was the few years a few years when I was learning Carnatic music but then I kind of stopped after that so I'm curious to know what happens after Alankaras.
2: so see the thing is that you know these are all Swaram exercises and often with Students, especially children, you know, if you if you overload them with too many swaram exercises, they kind of get disheartened and overwhelmed So we also have what are known as Geetams So Purandaradasa is again credited with composing many Geetams and Lakshana Geetams Lakshana Geetams are incidentally Geetams that bring out the Raga Lakshanam They are a special subcategory of Geetams So one of the most famous Geetams composed by Purandaradasa is the one which starts with the lyrics Sri Gananatha So let me sing an excerpt from the Gita so that you will understand the contribution of Gita to a student's training. So typically we have the Swaram pattern in the Gita. So this Gitam has been tuned to the Ragam Malahari and it is set to Rupa Katanam. It goes as follows Ma Pada Re Ma Re Ma Pada Ma tau Sarima gari Karuna na sagare kari vadana lambodara la kumika rab. Ambasuta lambodara kumika so what happens here is basically the student is taught the swarams behind the tune. So when you sing Shri Gananata, the Swarams, the underlying swarams are Ma So by making the student sing the Swaram and then the sahityam, you're really laying the foundation for development of Swaranyana or an uh, an in-depth understanding of the underlying swarams. So, after the, swa- the the swaram exercises, typically students are introduced to githams. Then we are taught varnams. It seems, based on my research, that varnams were not a popular composition format during the Vijayanagara reign. However, we don't know of any varnams composed by Purandara Dasa. But we also have the krithi format. Basically, Purandara Dasa is again credited with. Forming this pattern of having three sections to a song which are known as the Pallavi, Anupallavi and Charanam. So he has composed a number of Kritis as well.
1: Fascinating. Let's stop here and pick up next time and talk about some of the uh, featured compositions of Purandaradasa. Visit us once again at ragarasika.com Thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you Vidya for your time. Hope to see you again next time. Goodbye.
0: Amina he said he did it and he said he did it. He said he did it. He said he did it.